How you doing? What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Leather Helmet Fandom Podcast. Today, you will be joined by Ian Pisarchuk and myself, Caleb Consman. Uh, we'll be talking about Week 13 predictions. Uh, we skipped Week 12 because we're a bunch of bitches. Thanksgiving, man, really yeah. fucked us up there. It hit right on the Wednesday. Podcast Wednesdays, you can't really do much about it, but we could have done it. I'm not going to make excuses. You can't make excuses for life. You always find time. Man. You always got to find time, but we were bitches. We didn't get it done, so that's on us. That's on us. We'll make it up somehow. Um, anyway, let's jump into some Week 12 games since we missed it. We still watched it. We're obviously fans of football. doesn't mean just because we're not doing a podcast doesn't mean we're not going to watch it, so... Who do you want to talk about from Week 12 games? Well, let's kick it off with the Panthers at the Vikings. Um, Vikings started pretty quick out the gate, uh, took a 7 to nothing lead with a 13-yard Justin Jefferson touchdown. Panthers began to drive, you know, try, try to score of their own. Bridgewater throws a costly interception at the 20-yard line to Eric Hendricks. Eric Hendricks, criminally underrated, by the way, very good linebacker. Um, sometime passes late in the second quarter now. Robbie Anderson scores a 41-yard touchdown. Finally able to find the end zone. Robbie Anderson, congrats, man. You, you, you deserved it. It's been fucking since week one, I believe. It's been crazy. Oof. To begin the third quarter, Kirk Cousins gets strip sack. Panthers scoop and score. You move uh, to the next drive from the Vikings. Dalvin Cook fumbles the ball. The same player, Chin. Scoops it and scores a touchdown. Back-to-back plays where the same guy picks up a fumble and scores a touchdown. Yeah. I've never seen that before in my life. That's exactly what I was going to say. They they said it on. They announced it. They said that's never happened. That he should be the first one that's done it back-to-back. Pick six? Fumble six? Fumble six. Whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, shit, shit's wild, though. <laughs> like, what are, what are the odds that you're the yeah. guy who picks it up? But uh, we move on. Vikings block a Panthers field goal attempt to keep it to 21-10. to 10. Uh, five minutes left in the, in the game. Justin Jefferson scores a second touchdown, makes it a one-possession game. Vikings botch a punt at their own 10-yard line with a little bit over two minutes left to go. Panthers cover it up. Um, the score at this point is 24-21, to 21, so they're, the Panthers are at their own 10-yard line. They score a touchdown. It's game over. Vikings defense steps up, though, holds them to a field goal. Kudos goes out to them. That was huge. It was a big play. Uh, minute 50 left remaining in the game. Vikings drive and score TD. Guess who? Chad Beebe. Redemption time. The guy who fumbled, the uh, who botched the, the punt return. Gave it to him on their own 10-yard line. Looked like he ruined the game. First career touchdown comes in at the biggest time of his life. Uh, it was awesome to see, honestly. Um, 41 seconds left in the game. Everyone thinks it over. Vikings get the ball at their own 12-yard line. Bridgewater throws a deep bomb, 40 yards, completes it. Uh, I thought he was just going to throw it out there, probably get intercepted. The guy came down with it. was awesome. Bridgewater uh, sets up a 55-yard field goal attempt by Joey Sly. Wide left, though, misses it. Game over. I mean, heartbreaker for the Panthers. I'm fucking hella lost now. <laughs> hella lost? Yeah. You said Teddy B was playing? Yeah, Teddy. Man, I didn't watch a single second of this game. Oh, I, I did man. just announce that we still watch the game. I don't think I watched a single second. I'm thinking about, I guess, the week 11 when Teddy B was out. Yeah, he was out week 11, played week 12, though. But when I did predictions for this game, my predictions were 
Panthers if Teddy B plays, Vikings if he doesn't play. And obviously we didn't put it on record, but um, yeah, that's how I had it. And that, I, I thought that was Teddy not B your didn't play because we didn't do this. Right yeah, here. well, I still wrote it down. That I was the week ready. before when they were playing the Lions. So that's where you lost here. I, we're we're lost here, guys. I'm sorry. We, we yeah, skipped the week. That's fault. what that happens. We fucked up here. All right, not on you guys. It's on us. We'll get better. But yeah, this this was an awesome game. Just to jump in some game notes real quick. Justin Jefferson can be the wide receiver one without Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen was on the COVID list, didn't play. Justin Jefferson came up huge in this game, two touchdowns, a lot of yards, played really well. Um, flipped to the other side, um, their offense, the Panthers. Robbie Anderson, really good. He looks like he could be a number one wide receiver of his own. Um, racking up the yards this year. The touchdowns aren't there, but they'll come eventually if he keeps getting those type of yardage and a, and a side note vikings can be scary if they find their way into the uh playoffs here um with all their offensive weapons um you know they have a chance at almost beating everyone if they could like kind of pull things together i don't think they've really done it yet but with adam thielen justin jefferson and dalvin cook if you get all three of those guys in stride playing at their best i don't want to say they could beat anyone nah, but they might be able to beat anyone if they get hot if their defense steps up a little bit, that offense plays to their potential. There's a chance. I, I, the I biggest don't put question, out a possibility. The biggest question I think is how consistently can they do it, and I think that's where they fall off. Regardless if they make playoffs, I'm sure they'll be a huge threat to every single team that gets in the playoffs and doesn't want to verse them. But um, I just don't see them being consistently enough to consistently consistently good enough to keep winning game after game after game and I think that's where they fall off and a big part of it too is Kirk if Kirk somehow does turnovers gets interception and shit on like plays that really really matter and like on downs that should not be thrown you should not be throwing a pick if he does that then they're just gonna lose the games regardless no matter what but their defense is also very questionable I see them do good good and then I see them uh play bad it's just weird I, I don't know what they are and I don't know how to look at them going forward, but yeah, I, I think the Vikings defense could play at an average level, which could be good enough if maybe Kirk Cousins finds his inner Joe Flacco when when the Ravens went to the playoffs, won the Super Bowl, and Joe Flacco just went off. I mean, uh, Vikings have the weapons to give Kirk Cousins that chance to just go off. So this is on you, Kirk Cousins. Find your way into the playoffs, see what you can do. But anyway, let's move on from that game. What, what do you got? I got the the horrible game of the week for sure. Probably the worst one. Um, it's Saints versus Broncos. First, let me start off with the NFL screwed themselves and they screwed the Broncos. They pushed back the Titans game because of all this COVID shit. And apparently Titans were the ones that were at fault. They were at like uh, practices with no masks, practices after when they shouldn't have been practicing. And they overall... Pushed back at Titans game, which the Steelers are playing. Then this week, this past week, which was today that we're filming, uh, they pushed back the Ravens game with the Steelers three times, but they can't put the damn push back the damn Broncos game when there's only one tested positive uh, person, which is Jeff Driscoll, mm-hmm. and the Ravens had like seven, eight, and there was like a new one every single damn day, but they kept pushing it back, pushing it back, and what they said was basically it wasn't a breakout, but. If it wasn't a breakout, why couldn't you push it back and then allow a decent player to fucking play? The dude, the damn dude wasn't even a fucking QB. I think it was like first time at, as a QB. Um, he was a practice the, squad player. Right, practice squad player, undrafted, rookie, and then just came out of nowhere. And 
in total, he had one fucking pass that got completed. One pass. Nine nine uh, attempts, I believe. One one. Yeah. And he threw and more interceptions than completions. It was just ridiculous because you should not be putting that on, like, the broadcast for people to watch because it's just so ugly. That's worse than watching the Jets week in and week out, hoping that they're mm-hmm. going to win, to be honest, because it was so it was just disgraced. They had honest. like 0% of a chance at that point. And if you look at it, the Broncos tried to do everything they could to put a viable quarterback out there. Right, they, they, tried they, their coach. they were even like, yeah, let's get the coach out there. And, and the NFL denies it. Like, if that's really their best chance at winning, I understand. Usually you do not want a coach to go out there. But in a year of COVID, right. where you give a team no other chance but to put a practice squad wide receiver out there. That's fucking ridiculous. It is insane. And, and and on top of that, it was so ridiculous that it's better to have COVID than to just be around people with COVID. Like, like you get rewarded to have COVID. We'll push that back. Right. And you might be able to come back and play. I heard that in but, media too. But yeah, if you've been around someone with COVID and you don't even have it, it sucks then we suck. won't push it. It sucks. You miss this game. Your right. team's going to like... What is that? I mean, push the game back. Let them get at least their third string quarterback in or some shit. Like it, it was. I just compared it horrible. to. I compared it to like uh, NFL's refing. Like it's just super inconsistent. You got to go one way and stick with it. If it's the wrong way, well, who cares? Fucking stick with it. Stop being like down and up, down and up, doing this, not doing this. It it just it's so stupid. And there was rumors out there where Ravens were complaining about like. Oh, uh, we didn't get enough practice, blah, blah, blah. Bro, the Titans had one day of practice, and they fucking beat the Bills. Like, come on now. There's no reason to complain. Uh, Steelers players should not have been complaining because either way, they were going to win, and they did win today. So hats off to Steelers being 11-0. But all I got to say is Kendall Hilton took the took the starting role. Remember, undrafted, rookie, wide receiver, not even a fucking QB, six foot, 195 pounds. That is... <laughs> disgusting like for a qb that is disgusting should not be that skinny his arms looked like they were detached from each other because he had like no fat whatsoever he's got to be a wide receiver not a qb the worst part of it too was hill didn't even do that good in a total of uh hills and hilton or whatever his name is uh for the first half they had a total of one passing yard one passing yard in the first fucking half that is ridiculous like <laughs> who wants game. to watch that, yeah man? honestly I'll definitely watch that it was just ridiculous but nfl it was, it was a bad performance overall. It was an ugly game. No one really wanted to watch it. People were betting on it because there was, like, stuff that just didn't make sense. You're like, why wouldn't you pick that? Why wouldn't you pick that? I think the over-under was, like, 30-something, 32, 34, like, super, super fucking low. And to, like, bet on the under for that, that's just a disgrace. That's, like, I want NFL to fail, and I want this game to be the most unwatched game in the NFL is basically what you're betting on. So people are betting on the over, on the over and under for the total score, and it still hit the under. Like, that's how ridiculous it was. If they keep got to push, if they have to keep pushing games out like they did for the Steelers versus Ravens, do it. Just make it fair, and don't make it unfair to other teams if you're going to, like, start favoring people. But anyway, the Steelers versus Ravens, that game was pushed back from Thursday to Sunday to Monday, to Tuesday, to Wednesday, all because of positive tests and the fact that it just kept coming over and over day after day, a new positive test came in. What they said was, we're pushing it back. It's an outbreak, so we have to push it back, right? And they they kept pushing it back day after day after day because there was more positive tests each and every day. Yet somehow, this today's Wednesday, right? They played today. Somehow, Tuesday, they had a positive test, and they can still play Wednesday. Makes fucking perfect sense, right? <laughs> 
all the other times you have to push back, push back because there's positive tests. But then we have a positive test the day before. You can still play Wednesday. I guess Wednesday is a, a day you can't catch COVID or some shit. Who knows? Well, COVID's if, if all you over push back anymore, it fucks up the NFL schedule. So yeah. we'll play it anyway. Who exactly. Who about the players and shit? I don't know. It's just ridiculous. But anyway, that's how Week 12 went. Week 12 was ugly. I'm kind of glad we didn't do the fucking predictions because it was just ugly overall. But let's jump right into Week 13 predictions. Ian, start us off. Saints right. versus Falcons. I picked the Saints on this one, but... I wanted to say this could really be a trap game, guys. The Falcons are playing better as of late, and Taysom Hill limits the Saints' offense so much. Definitely, he's a liability when when he's throwing the ball. Um, Hill has yet to throw a TD pass, never thrown a touchdown pass. He's a quarterback now. He's played two games, no no, no TD pass. Um, so this really fucks with Kamara and Michael Thomas. Um, they're not getting the usage or the yards or the catches that they should be getting. On on the rise, though, Latavius Murray, uh, he's going to keep getting carries, more and more carries, just because they're not going to throw as much as they usually do. So expect Latavius Murray to get more carries. And with that being said, I expect Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara to combine for over 140 all-purpose yards. And I think the Saints get the win, but really, guys, watch out for this one. Could be a trap game. Yeah, I'm going to put it on record now. I don't think it's going to be a trap game. Um, obviously, you have Hill in there, and Hill is – I don't think he should be a starting quarterback. Obviously, he's not a starting quarterback. He's a backup, but I think they should try Winston at least one game um, just to see what happens. The fact that Hill's been in there twice now, I think it is. Twice, yeah. And the way he's performed, obviously, they won both games, but it wasn't because of his throwing. It was because of him running and his running backs being so – Gosh darn good. It wasn't even that. It's like the lack of uh, competition from the opposing that too. team. They, that too. They, they, both teams sucked. It's like, it's like honestly, like you got to start actually putting talent or uh, analyzing talent behind him. And when you're coming up to a team that Falcons can offensively move the ball um, when they're doing good, sometimes for whatever reason they just suck. But um, lately they've been doing good ever since they fired Dan Quinn. They can move the ball down. So you really might need Winston in this case. But I think when you have Kamara... And the way Murray played, the way Murray rushes, I think you can win almost any game, especially with that defense. The defense is top five in points uh, allowed, and they're first in yards allowed. So when you have both of those combined, it's pretty much like, hey, you're going to win a game. If you're, rush if you're running games up to par and your defense games up to par as far as total yards and uh, total points allowed, then you're, you're most likely you can win any game. So I'm going to have to give it to the – uh, Saints, and I don't, I don't think it's going to be a trap game whatsoever. I got Saints all day. See, uh, Falcons' defense has been playing a lot better. Yeah. So do you think the Saints could put up, like, over 24, 27 points? Because that's kind of where I feel like they I don't know about at. over 27, but I definitely think over 24. Like, I think in between 21 to 27 is where they're going to score. It's just, like I said, the reason they're going to win is just because of his defense, to be honest. And I don't know if Jones is going to play. He didn't play last week. I'd imagine... I don't really know his status, to be honest. Haven't really kept up to their injuries for Falcons because no one really cares about them as, as much anymore because they're not going to make playoffs. But if, if Jones is out too, especially, I don't I don't think Falcons are going to move the ball that much. So they, I don't think they need above 27, to be honest. Yeah, that's a good point. But if Julio J Jones did manage to play, um, that offense with Ridley, Julio Jones, and Ty Gurley can move the ball on the ground yeah, for game. Sure. I could see him putting up over 24 points still on the Saints um, defense if they get hot. So... That's just my concern. Um, Even if it's a close game, I think you'll you'll understand that Saints had control of the game most of the time. Like like today, Eagles and uh, 
Eagles. What the Same. fuck? <laughs> Steelers. Steelers and Ravens. Ravens was a close game, but overall, you watch the game. It was just an ugly game, but Steelers had control of the ball most of the time, so it, it just wasn't a close game at all. But anyway, let's move on. Next game: Browns uh, versus Titans. Who you got, man? I went with the Titans here. Um, I also wrote that I love the under in this game. The under is the uh, point spread is at fifty four and a half. I, I don't know. I think both teams are going to rush the ball 25-plus times. Yeah, it's going to um, be a big With that being game. said, the clock's going to keep running and running. It's hard to put up um, over, you know, 54-and-a-half combined points when you rush the ball so many times. So with that being said, though, I think the Titans get the win. I think um, Tannehill outplays Baker Mayfield. I think A.J. Brown's going to have a pretty big game here. Um, they'll they'll uh, play action a bunch. Uh, the tight ends and be able to get A.J. Brown open. A.J. Brown's starting to become big name wide receiver for sure. Yeah, definitely. He balls out, so got the Titans here. It's weird, though. Like, when you when you speak on A.J. Brown and you speak, like, about him, no one really, like, has him up there as, like, yo, he's a really good wide receiver. Like, obviously, if you break it down, you say, do you think he's a good wide receiver? Yeah, but he's not really, like, talked about at all. Mm-hmm. And the Titans are still, like, in playoff contendants to actually make the playoffs. So it's, like, weird that he's not really talked about. And I think it's because Henry um, is in the backfield. So that's what takes away from all the shining that he should deserve. But, I don't know, it's just weird. Either way, I got the Titans. Um, I think Henry's going to go off. If the Ravens and the Colts' defense, which I think they're very good rushing defenses, can't stop Henry and Henry popped off on them the past two weeks, then I don't think the Browns' defense is going to stop him. I like the Browns' defense, but I like him as, like, a – pass rushing defense um i don't really like him as a rushing defense i think henry's gonna have a huge game and i just think titans defense is not comparable to the browns defense whatsoever so also i think this is gonna be the first week that chubb plays without hunt um hunt is questionable he hasn't practiced yet so if he doesn't play then i definitely don't think they'll be able to win because i think that that team solely relies on running the ball if they can't run the ball then they can't be effective whatsoever so i'm gonna have to give it straight up to the titans um i like the browns defense better titans defense is ass but i just see henry going off and like you said aj brown is on the other side to be honest Tannehill doesn't even have to be good at qb aj brown will just get yak so i think they can easily take the ball game for sure the browns and titans are kind of oddly the same type of team, yep. but uh, Browns are like the light version. That's really it on yeah. that game. Um, divisional game up next, Lions versus the Bears. What do you have? I got Lions. Swift and Galladay should return. Not really positive, though, to be honest. Um, but if they do return, easily I got the Lions. The Bears' offense is horrible. Like I've never seen this bad of an offense in a long time. Um, but you watch the Eagles games. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I trust their wide receivers more than like Bears wide receivers. Obviously, yes, you have that one good. Why can't Alan I think Robinson. of Robinson? Yeah, Robinson that you have there, and you can rely on him a lot. Yes, but overall, like I kind of trust them to do more. It's just that offensive line. I'm not gonna get in much in the Eagles, but that offensive line is horrible. Like I get Wentz has not had that good of a year, but. My man just gets, like, rushed and rushed and rushed. Pressure after pressure after pressure. It's honestly fucking ridiculous, and they need to do something about it. Obviously, they can't with injuries and stuff like that and old fat fucks that should not be on the line. But anyway, we'll move past that. I don't think the Bears' offense is that well. I think they're honestly the worst in the division. 
to be honest, not division, in the league. But either way, if Galladay and Swift are out, I'm also going to take the Bears. So it's kind of like back and forth. They both have to be out. If one of them's in, I'm taking the Lions for sure. But I just think with the Bears' offense being horrible, if you have that good of offensive weapons coming back, you can't keep up with the Lions whatsoever. So I'm, I'm going to take the Lions there for sure. It'll be a close game, but I don't think it'll be uh, feasible for the Bears to pull out the win unless Swift and Galladay's out. Yeah, one of the first things I wrote is check on Kenny Galladay's status. Um, he would be a huge part in this game. But even if he plays, I'm still going with the Bears here. I think that the Bears will be able to limit the Lions' uh, uh, offense to less than 17 points. Um, I don't think the Lions will be able to really move the ball too well on this Bears defense, which is pretty good. And I think the Bears' offense starts to get on track a little bit. They're never going to be a great offense. They'll never be a good offense. I think they could become like an average offense, putting up like 20, 24 points a game. So I think they start to do that. I think the Bears establish the run. David Montgomery gets going. And if David Montgomery gets going, that's going to only open up things for players like Allen Robinson, who can get open because he's probably a top 10 wide receiver in the league. Um, Trubisky's playing. To be honest, I think the Bears actually needed it. Nick Foles looks stale. Didn't look like he was doing anything. I think Trubisky will be able to move a little bit, a little bit better in the pocket, maybe get some rushing yards. And um, I like Trubisky here to help this offense get better just because I think he does have something to prove. He's still pretty young. Maybe he's not his future is not with the Bears, but if he does play well, he'll be able to get a job possibly somewhere else. So he's playing for his career right now. The Lions offense has struggled tremendously so i'm on the bears here i like them i got one two things to say first the bears defense as much as i think they're good or even maybe great um i just think it's so late in the season and i think they're slowly but surely just giving up because they know their offense is so horrible we saw it last week versus green bay they they looked bad towards the end because they they just looked like they didn't give a fuck to be honest like Truthfully, they just looked like they did not care. They were like, I'm done with you guys sucking on offense. We're out on the field 24-7 because you guys are so horrible. I'm just going to give up. And that's what it looks like week in and week out. Obviously, Green Bay is on their division too. So when you have Green Bay in there, most likely taking the division. Then they have Vikings, I believe, mm-hmm. which could take over their spot too. They started off well, but I, I mean, it's just I don't, I don't think they're really trying as hard as they would if they were like they were in the beginning where they actually could make the playoffs. Now they can't, or now they most likely won't, um, unless they just start going undefeated from here on out. But the other thing I want to say was, you kind of answered already, but if you were to pick one of the two, who would you pick, Trubisky or um, Big Dick Nick, to start after this year if they still stayed together? I mean, it's hard to say. I think putting the right system, Nick Foles is the better quarterback, but... If you don't, if you put Nick Foles in a bad system or in, on a bad offense, he just blows. I mean, he absolutely sucks, and the Bears' offense isn't good. So, I, I for the Bears anyway, I guess I'd say Trubisky. Okay. <laughs> Situational, but um, yeah, I think Trubisky's younger. Probably could get a better contract than what Nick Foles has right now. So, I guess I'd go Trubisky. All right. Well, let's move on. Next game: Bengals versus Finns. Who you got, man? I went with the Dolphins here. Um, they let me down a little bit as of late, um, but I think they get back on track against uh, Joe Burrowless Bengals team. Here I won't wrote down QB situation. Uh, Fitzpatrick should be starting, and then you got 
Tua, I don't know if he's going to be playing or not. He might be out. He didn't play last week. So I think either way, the, Do- the Dolphins' defense is pretty damn good. They'll be able to limit the Bengals to 13 points or less. And I trust Fitzpatrick pretty much no matter what to be able to put up more than 13 points just because of how For wild sure. he is. Maybe he'll throw two, in- two interceptions, but he'll probably bomb the ball a couple times, probably get a couple touchdowns that way. Um, Bengals are just starless right now. No, no Joe Mixon, no Joe Barrow. Um, that's a rough offense. Their offense was already bad. You could their say they're sloppy Joes. Bad. They're sloppy Joes. <laughs> um, so that, that Bengals offense is going to be nothing against a great Dolphins defense. The Dolphins are going to run the ball well and play a pretty conservative game, I feel like. Um, Fitzpatrick shouldn't be slinging it the whole time. He should be handing the ball off a lot and throwing some short passes throughout the game. But in my eyes, Bengals have no shot here. Dolphins get the victory. Yeah, at the Finns too. Um, honestly, I think it's going to be a blowout. When you don't have Burrow, you don't really have anything, to be honest, uh, in the Bengals, like you are saying. Starless, I don't think they really have much at all. Last year, they were the number one overall pick for a damn reason because they did not have a quarterback. Now they don't have a quarterback. But not just don't they have a quarterback. They don't have a veteran quarterback like they did last year. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything. It's just might as well just chalk the season, keep losing to get a better draft pick, and then move on. Um, I honestly think the Finns are going to get two-plus uh, two turnovers for sure. But um, I could possibly see one being a touchdown. Not very sure on that one. But I can easily see the two-plus turnovers. I think with how the Bengals are playing, I think they're going to make uh, sloppy plays and either throw picks or drop the ball. Uh, and lose a fumble and then turn over on fumble. But either way, I think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a good game at all to watch. But anyway, I got the fins for sure. Let's move on to the next game, Colts versus Texans. Jaguars versus Vikings is what I meant to say. That's exactly what Jaguars I meant to say. Jaguars versus Vikings. <laughs> you got it. Uh, I want the Vikings here. Three-headed monster, as I talked about earlier, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, and Jefferson. They'll be able to go off, have a good game. Um, Jaguars defense, I'm not... A huge fan of. I think the game is actually going to be close for a little while. Um, both teams like to run the ball a lot, so there could be a lot of back and forth with the runs. Time keeps running, so maybe in the third quarter there's like a one-possession game, something like that. But then I think the Vikings just kind of run away with it, get a couple-possession lead at least. Glennon at QB for the Jaguars. For real? I thought Minshew was coming back, but I don't know. I didn't maybe really Minshew. I don't know. I put a question mark behind it because I wasn't sure. Um, Minshew is a, an upgrade, of course, um, but either way, not enough of an upgrade to get the win for the Jaguars. Jaguars have a bad offense. They don't really have a good defense. So, yeah, I, I'm all over the Vikings here. Vikings need a win to try to you know, continue that playoff push, and I think they get it here. Yeah, like you said last week, not really last week, but week 11, <laughs> you said um, all they really have is – they're running back, and that's the only good thing they have going for them. So I easily have the Vikings. There's really not much to talk about other than the Jaguars or what we projected in the beginning of the year for them to be, and they're not good at all. Somehow they sn- snuck away. S- snuck away? Snuck? Snuck? I don't think that's the right snuck word. Snuck away. Sure. Sneak? Sne- yeah, it's snuck definitely away. snuck, bro. You can't. I don't know. That sounds weird. <laughs> Sneaked? Yeah, Sneaked snuck. away. All right, well, whatever. <laughs> I think they somehow got away with that win uh, versus the Colts. So either way. If they didn't win that, they would be winless. So I think they're just ass, and I think Vikings are going to run over them. Look for a big cook game for sure. For whatever reason, they never really like to use Madison, even when they're up by a lot. They still just let Cook run. Maybe they won't as much this time because Cook kind of 
tweak something last game, so maybe if they go up by a lot, Cook won't play and they'll put in Madison. But I think a big game from Cook just because they're going to go up fast and easily win the game. So anyway, let's move on from that game. I don't think it's going to be that interesting. And move on to Colts versus Texans. Who you got, man? Love the Colts here. Um, Colts blown out by the Titans last week. I think they're going to be pissed off by that. Um, Colts beat the Titans the first time around, so it's not like the Titans are not capable of beating the – not like the Colts are not capable of beating the Titans. Um, so I think they're going to be pissed off. They know they didn't play their best game last week, so I think the Colts' defense shows up. I think they get two-plus turnovers on a Texans team without Will Fuller now. Got suspended, PEDs. So he's out for the rest of the year. This Texans offense has just about no weapons now. This really just fully goes on to Sean Watson to play hero ball. Um, There's only so much one person can do. Deshaun Watson may even be coming up on an elite status at this point. I I really think of him so highly. But you can't win with nothing on offense. His best weapon is what, like Cooks. David Johnson? <laughs> like I guess Cooks now. Um, I haven't been a fan of Cooks, but it, it does seem like he's been playing better as of late. So I think the Colts win by at least two possessions. It's not going to be a close game in my eyes. Yeah, I got the Colts as well. Um, I think Fuller is a huge loss. Obviously, like my brother said, now we know why he didn't get injured this year. He's been injured year after year after year for – being too skinny and have pulling his hammy nonstop because he just obviously took the steroids all he wants. I think his what he said was like, oh, uh, I got it from my trainer, like not someone from the team trainers, but I got it from someone and he said it was fine for the NFL to use in the NFL and then he found out later that it wasn't okay, whatever, dude. Such a bullshit. Right. Response. Say whatever you want to say, but um, obviously it is what it is and you're suspended for the rest of the season plus one game, I believe. For next year, obviously, he might not be with Texans, but wherever he ends up, he's suspended for that game. So I think it's a huge loss losing Fuller. I think they're going to have to throw a lot, which luckily I might make playoffs in our fantasy. Looking forward to this game, to be honest. Um, It's not really playoffs yet, but either way, I got the Colts for sure. Let's move on. Next game, though, Raiders versus Jets. I'm going to start this off. Raiders. And who you got? (laughs) Last 1 p.m. game of the week. Um, Yeah, Raiders by murder, basically. Um, Raiders were embarrassed last week. Um, Another team that shouldn't have got – that. the game just went insane. Nobody saw it going that way. The Raiders were favored by, I think, multiple possessions, and they lost by, like, 30 points. So Raiders win by three possessions. I have it at – Raiders are at – the spread right now is at negative 7.5. Insane to me. That's wild. Derek Carr with over 300 yards passing, and Waller goes off. Everyone on the Raiders, just put them in your fantasy team. They're going to go off. Let's move ahead, like you said. Fuck that game. Yeah. 0-16 for Jets, by the way. 4 p.m. game starting, 0-16 Jets. Um, Giants versus the Seahawks. I'll start this one off. Why not? Um, I have the Seahawks here. Colt Colt McCoy getting a start for the Giants, I believe. Um, I don't know if that's official yet, but after seeing – Giants quarterback last week, he kind of just seemed like he's just unable to put any pressure on his leg. So yeah. I doubt he goes out on go, goes out and plays this week. He was a trooper, not, though. Out for the year. Exactly. He tried. Yeah. <laughs> just going to do it. Seahawks get an easy win. Chris Carson, DK, Matt, what, DK Metcalf with over 200 yards combined. Seahawks just show out, get an easy win. What do you have? 
Yeah, it's another game that's just stupid. Um, I think Seahawks <laughs> are going to easily win. Uh, it's plain simple Seahawks offense, regardless of how bad their defense is, even though Eagles made them look good, which they are not good, I am sorry. Um, like Again, that comes down to offensive line and Wentz having a bad year. But anyway, um, the Seahawks are easily going to take this. The Giants can't outscore them. It's plain and simple as that. That offense is too good for the Giants to outscore, so they're going to easily take the win, especially being home and them trying to make playoffs. There's no way then hell they're going to lose this game. If you wanted to drop a million dollars on the money line for fucking Seahawks, <laughs> I guarantee you would not lose that. I don't know how much money you would make, to be honest, but there's no way. Like That's how positive I am that this win is going to go this way for sure. Um, it, it just doesn't seem like it could go the other way for sure at all, especially if they're starting quarterbacks out. But anyway, let's move on to the next game because I think it's going to be another boring game. Rams versus Cardinals, an actually decent game. I got the Cardinals. I think it's going to be a very close game. They'll put enough pressure on golf to actually get the win, so I'm, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Um, I think they're desperate at this point. I I still think they want to make it in the playoffs to show, like, hey, we put together this team to compete in the playoffs and to try to make it a Super Bowl to win a Super Bowl. I think they all want rings on the team. I think they all want to prove something on the team. And like I said, I think they're in desperate mode. It's a nice divisional game. That division's still up in the air. Um, in like two weeks, we could see another reigning champion in that division. So I'm going to easily give it to the Cardinals at home too. And I just think, like I said, I think they're going to put enough pressure on golf where golf just struggles and can't get down the field. But who you got? Cardinals are the home team, so I'm going to go with them here. I um, think it could be a really good matchup, to be honest. Yep. But um, I love the over in this game, I think. 48 and a half. I like um, it too. Cardinals-Rams seems like it could be a you know, It'll come couple. down to golf, though. Oh, for sure. Um, comes down to both quarterbacks, I think, because Kyler Murray sometimes is off target on his passes. If both of them are slinging it, um, I could easily see the over in this. Murray throws the ball over 40 times. Um, I think he's just going to be throwing it a lot. Uh, Cardinals are going to need a lot of points, I think, to win this game. I think that the Rams can struggle at times on offense, but I think the Rams will always be consistent enough against a pretty – Bad, um, not maybe not bad, but like struggling Cardinals defense. Yeah. So I think weird. I think Murray throws the ball just a shit ton. I think Christian Kirk has a pretty big game because uh, DeAndre Hopkins is probably going to be blanketed all game by Jalen Ramsey. He's he's been insane this year, Ramsey. Um, I still expect Hopkins to have an okay game, but Murray's going to have to look somewhere else. To get some completions I think Christian Kirk becomes that guy I think Larry Fitzgerald gets a few more Catches than usual and um, I think Edmonds or Kenyon Drake Also have to step up catch some Balls Drake's been stepping up I'm not gonna lie Oh for sure been watching it yeah Kenyon Drake's been catching more balls than he has been In the yeah. past his rushing's been going up His yards per carry that's been going up Week after week I know he's got injured But it, it's been it's been On the uprise for sure yeah I'd like to See if Kenyon Drake could continue that uh push he's starting to look like a little bit more of like that running back that he was last year that people expected him to be right so i'd like to see if Kenyon drake can really take over like a lead rb role and stay on the field even more than he does now but yeah cardinals for sure i like them in this one let's move ahead patriots versus the chargers who do you got caleb uh, i kept bouncing back and forth with this game the chargers offense is very good but for whatever reason, they don't like to win games. And I think the Pats' defense is good enough to stop the Chargers enough to win the game. So I'm going to have to go with the Patriots. Um, I don't 
really know if it's going to be a close game. I don't know if it's going to be a blowout. For whatever reason, the Patriots are trying to make some playoff push. Hopefully, they're rooting for 16-team playoffs, um, so that way they can sneak in and somehow upset someone. I do not think they're going to get far in the playoffs if they do, but I'm just not confident with picking who is going to win. It could be Chargers, it could be Patriots, but I'm just going to go with the Patriots and hope that it turns out like that, to be honest. I don't really know how the game's going to go. Uh, yeah, I went with the Chargers here. Okay. Um. I, this was a tough decision as well, but I wrote Justin Herbert has his first huge win. You know, um, Chargers have been close, but Justin Herbert ha- hasn't had that, like, definitive win. Be like, yeah, I'm that fucking dude. Like, let's yeah. get it. So I think... He I think like uh, a bitch, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Justin Herbert gets the win. Like, just pulls his team together. I think he throws for over 350 yards this game. I think he has a huge game. Um, Patriots defense is actually pretty good in the past game, too. I think Justin Herbert doesn't give a shit. Um, He's got Austin Eckler back now, who is a huge guy. I think he caught, like, shit on passes. I'm going to say, like, 11 passes last week. So in his second game back, I think he's a big factor in this passing game still. Um, I think uh, Hunter Henry has a pretty big game here. Keenan Allen's probably going to be covered by Gilmore. Gilmore's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. So I think he'll be able to kind of, you know, stay on Keenan Allen for the most part. So I think a big win here. I'm only concerned because the Chargers do not need this win at all. That's it what actually, I was going to say. It actually hurts them so much. I'd rather them lose so they have better uh, draft pick for sure. Exactly. I think the Chargers organization wants them to lose, but... As a player, man, as Justin Herbert. Anthony Lynn don't want to lose, though. I feel like his job's on the line for sure. Exactly. So so I think these guys will do the dumb thing, go out, play hard as shit, and get the win. Which, you know what? With a young quarterback, he is your franchise quarterback now. Everyone knows this. Yeah. So getting some wins under his belt, get, giving him some confidence, getting him that experience of winning in these big-time games. Well, not really a big-time game, but... It's gonna every game's gonna be a big time for him since he just got in the league. So getting him that might help out more in the future. So maybe sure. this win is a big big thing. You know what's weird though? I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there, but if he turns into a Phil Rivers two point oh, I'm be so pissed because same exact team he was on, drafted the same exact team, I believe. Um and Phil Rivers in the beginning of his career was actually pretty decent and then he just kept making mistake after mistake after mistake. And I can kind of see obviously it's a very small portion but I can see him make those, like, mistakes. But obviously, like I said, it's small portion. He's a rookie, so that's going to happen. I just hope he progresses years after year, and I hope the team progresses. One, by getting rid of Anthony Lynn, I think he needs to go, and I think they need to get a better draft pick, so lose this game, please. Um, I also want the Patriots to have a worse draft pick, so please lose this game. And basically, I just think they need to overall as a team progress over and over and over and go from there. But that's enough of that game. Let's move on. The game of the week for you, Eagles versus Packers. Who you got, man? Not the game of the week for me. Don't don't do that to me. I'm going with the Packers here. It's hard to see the Eagles getting a victory in this one. But with that being said, I think Darius Slay has a huge redemption game. Um, he got destroyed by DK Metcalf last week. Um, I like how Darius Slay took full-on responsibility for the loss. He said that was the worst game of my career. I need to be better, and I think Darius Slay will be able to do that. Darius Slay is not going to be good enough to shut down Devontae Adams. Don't get me wrong here, but I think uh, Darius Slay will be able to limit Devontae Adams to like 80 yards receiving, maybe a little bit under that. 
not a shutdown, but Devontae Adams is one of the best wide receivers in the league. He's got one of the best connections in the league with uh, Aaron Rodgers. So 80 yards is a pretty good bounce back week for when you just got destroyed for like 150 fucking yards last week. Right. And with that being said, um, Eagles rushing defense has been awful as of late. So I think Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams rushes for over 150 yards altogether. All right, well, you might be surprised. Everyone's about to be surprised, but I'm picking the Eagles. Like I said, in week 11 or something like that, there's one thing I've been right about is the Eagles and the Steelers week in and week out. I think I've never been wrong with the Steelers, and I've been wrong with the Eagles once. Um, Even when the Eagles, the Steelers played the Ravens the first time, I still picked the Steelers, even though I was betting on the Ravens to win. Um, I still picked them, and I've been right. So I I think the last time they met, which was 2019, the Eagles upset them. They were two and two, and at Lambeau Field too, right? Packers were undefeated, and they took the wins and they upset them. I think the Eagles' defense looks very good. Um, I don't think they look great, but I think they look very good. Uh, They play their asses off, and year after year, and I think that's number one thing you could say about the Eagles' defense is that they play their ass off. I love the addition to Slay. Um, Big play Slay definitely does a lot for them to lock down the best wide receivers. And to be honest, all they really have is one great wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, every other average cornerback can cover or um, linebacker can cover whoever else they put out on the field, Lazar and I forget the Cobb. No, Cobb's gone. Cobb's what am I saying? Gone. But either way, I think their other weapons aren't really as much as a threat. So if Slay sticks with him, he does what he does. I think they can pull away with this win. I'm rooting for it. I'm hoping for it. I think the Eagles all around me, fan base-wise, will be so hype. Obviously, they don't really probably want it. They kind of want a better draft pick. And they would start, like, questioning themselves, like, what the fuck? Why can you win versus the Packers but not everyone else? But either way, man, get them in the playoffs. Keep them ahead of everyone else in this division. Make something of it. Beat the Packers. Upset them. I don't really want to go against Rodgers on this, but I'm going to. And I'm going to say just because the Steelers, Steelers, the Eagles defense, they're going to win this game and upset them. So let's root for this motherfucking underdogs of the week. Eagles, here we go. And let's move on to the next game. Broncos versus Chiefs. Who you got, man? Another one of those games. Um, I'm, I'm all over the Chiefs on this one. I think Travis Kelsey has 80 catches for 80-plus yards receiving this, this week at least. Um, Chiefs Hell run yeah. game. Goes off, gets over 100 yards uh, rushing this week, and Broncos get to use a QB finally. How fucking awesome is that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the Broncos suck. Chiefs are good. Chiefs get the win. Yeah, I got the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs are playing better football in the second half of the year, so they're just absolutely destroying people no matter what team comes in their way offensively. They're destroying people. Mahomes having a better half and a second half of the year. And so is Hill. So when you got Hill just shooting on all fires and Mahomes shooting on all cylinders, don't know why I said fires. Um, I still think, like you said, Kelsey's going to have a big game. I think this is a very big Kelsey game. The last time they played, Kelsey had a good a good game as well. I'm looking at Kelsey for 100-plus receiving yards and Hill for 70-plus receiving yards and Clyde for 50-plus rushing yards. So I got them all three just hitting on all cylinders, moving the ball down the field. And I think the Chiefs don't really, like, ever just stop and put in their secondaries. I mean, they played the Jets, and they didn't give two fucks that they were beating them by, like, a 1,000. They're just like, yep, Mahomes, just keep slinging it, bro. We're not going to run the ball. Just keep fucking slinging it. And Kelsey had a huge game, so I think they're going to do the same thing. Remember, 
Kelsey hundred plus Hill seventy plus and Clyde fifty plus rushing. So get on that parlay. Let's see it happen, yeah, buddy. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. This is the game of the week for sure. Steelers need to reign uh, undefeated and be twelve and zero. Um, I think this out of all their games on their schedule could be the trap game. I don't think the Jaguars is a trap game as close as it was for the Cowboys being a trap game. I don't think it was a trap game, but I got the Steelers. They're going 16 and 0. It's the end of the story. There's nothing really much going to happen. 16 and 0, win the seventh Super Bowl. So we're going fucking 16 and 0. The offensive line is looking great. Ben's barely even getting hit. And I think I want to see how um, they can do without Connor. They did pretty decent today versus the Ravens with um, Snell. Uh, it's his second year with the Steelers. So I, I just want to see them play again without Connor, to be honest. He got COVID. I mean, it's horrible because he had, he bounced back from uh, cancer. And of all people, I did not want to see him get it, but he got it. So it's a shame. But I think he's going to bounce back. He's strong enough. It's Pittsburgh fucking Yinzer out in this bitch. So I'm going to go with the Steelers for sure. They're at home. They want to stay undefeated, and they want that overall buy in the playoffs like we were talking about earlier. So I'm going to go with Steelers for sure. But this could be a trap game. So if they lose, hop off me and go suck it easy because I'm pissed and I don't want to talk to anyone. Bruh, I was I had to check your notes. I don't know what the fuck you were talking about. This being the game of the week and watch out Steelers. Like what the Bro, fuck is happening here? I know people are gonna like <laughs> lay off and be like, oh Steelers are gonna win this, Steelers are gonna win this. But for some reason I've never been like antsy about any of the games besides the first time they played Ravens. I don't fucking like this game. Their defense can put pressure on Ben and when you put pressure on Ben, if he doesn't get the ball out fast, it just doesn't work. We saw it today versus the Ravens. They almost lost with a backup running back, backup, backup, backup running back, backup quarterback, backup, backup quarterback halfway through the game. <laughs> so it was just like ugly. I did not like the game. Obviously, they just need to fix some mistakes, and it wouldn't have been a close game. They control of the game. But it's just I don't like this game whatsoever, and I just want the Steelers to pull away with it. Yeah, I wish FanDuel had the over or under when I looked into it. Uh, I didn't get anything there. But I think this is going to be a lower scoring game here. Um I threw out like Steelers win twenty seven to thirteen. I I was thinking. Um so if if I think the under over is at like uh forty five, anything like that, I think I'd be willing to go on the under. I would like that a lot. Um I think the Steelers have enough offensive weapons to be able to win against a Washington defense that is playing pretty decently, but that Washington offense Shouldn't be able to really do much against the Steelers' defense. Alex Smith actually has stepped up, played decently well. Um, Gibson, the Washington's running back, playing really good this year, scoring touchdowns, fancy-wise, fucking stud so far. But that doesn't really correlate all the time. Washington going to struggle to put up points. He's going to struggle this this week. Promise you that. Smith or Gibson? Gibson, for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, may, may, only thing that would save him is maybe a touchdown. Or two. For the last time right. Ravens versed us, they ran all over us, um, and it was just super ugly. And then they just played them today, and the Steelers looked like they wanted to just say, like, suck our nuts, you ain't moving. And I want to see their overall rushing yards they let up, but it was very low. I don't think Gibson's going to have a good game. Like you said, he's been a stud all year for fantasy, but I don't think he's going to do much for Steelers defense. Yeah, so just uh, yeah, Steelers on this one, but I'm moving off that because unlike Caleb, I think it's just going to be an easy win for the Steelers. I hope again. so, man. I hope so. My money's on the line for undefeated season if they go undefeated. I'm not going to say 
I don't care if they win the Super Bowl or not then because I want them to win the Super Bowl. That would be very depressing if they won 16-0 and didn't win the Super Bowl. But I would be very happy that I at least got my money and moved on from there because that money will be going to this podcast and I will be eventually getting us a place. But anyway, let's move on from there. Next week, next not next week, next game, Bills versus 49ers. Who you got, man? Uh, I have the Bills here. I think Bills pull out a win in a close game. 49ers rushing game controls the time of possession is what keeps the game close, I think. Josh Allen makes plays to win game. Uh, he He's just a stud. He, he's going to do a whole bunch of things in this game that I like. And Cole Beasley with a big game. Um, I think Stiggs is going to you know d- do his thing, have some catches, but I think Cole Beasley is the sneaky uh, play in this game. Going to get a bunch of catches, a bunch of first downs, and the Bills get a win here. Alright, I got 49ers. Um, we haven't been really much different. Actually, we've been pretty different actually this yeah. whole week, so it should be uh, a good battle for sure, but I got the 49ers. Um, I wanted to go to the Bills, but I went with the 49ers. I think the Bills' confidence needs to be shut down for the Steelers to play them. I don't know if I want them to win or I want them to lose, but I came down to I want them to lose. Um, I'd rather them not be on a high horse when they play Steelers because they play Steelers after week 13, so they play in week 14. Um, and if Steelers are coming off of a hard win, which I think is going to happen versus Washington, I think they don't want to go into a team that's – uh, red hot and beating the 49ers at their uh, house, which I don't think is going to be at their house. I believe it's at Cardinals house. If they come off a win like that and they, they're they feeling red hot and they're actually looking pretty decent, it's going to be scary versus Steelers. So I'd rather them lose. So I'm doing this pick strictly so they fucking lose and they feel like shit coming to the Steelers. I don't know if they actually play at the Steelers, but either way, playing the Steelers, I hope they lose. So we're going to go with the 49ers. Might fire back at me and uh, mess up my predictions, but oh well. I'm going to go with the 49ers start rooting for them. Move on to the last game of the week. The best game ever, Cowboys versus Ravens. No one really gives a fuck who you got, man. Uh, I have the Ravens here. Both teams have been struggling. Don't like either team really, but the Ravens, um, I think, are just still kind of fighting for the playoff spot. I guess the Cowboys are too, but I think the Ravens won. I don't think the Cowboys do. Closer game than most people think, I believe. But Lamar is going to be good enough to just get the win here. Cowboys still rocking uh, Andy Dalton. Red um, rocket out of socket, baby. So I, I'm, I like the Ravens here. Should be a good game, actually, I think. But I'm all over the Ravens on this one. Tuesday night football, by the way. Caleb, what do you got? Yeah, so uh, this one strictly comes down to if Jackson's playing or not. If Jackson, Jackson was very upset he got COVID, they, it seems like they pushed it back so Jackson can play. So it just so happened that... Steelers played the same day the Ravens played today, but for whatever reason, the Steelers game got pushed back only one day, and the Ravens game got pushed back two days, and that's the day that he could be eligible if as long as he still keeps going negative. So that's kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe favoritism. Who knows? Who gives a fuck? Anyway, <laughs> if he plays, I got the Ravens. If he does not play, I got the Cowboys. I wanted to wait to today to see how the Ravens played. Um, they played pretty decent versus Steelers, I'm not going to lie, with all the backups they had. But they also got two more defensive injuries um, from this game. So I still think it's going to be a close game. Uh, Cowboys offense has been moving in a little bit. Uh, Red Rock at Osaka, I still think he's a horrible quarterback. He needs to go next year for sure, just lead the uh, league in general. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys and say, fuck it, actually. Who cares if Jackson plays or not? 
I got the Cowboys on record. I'm praying that Jackson doesn't come back because it's obviously going to mess up my predictions. And maybe this pushes Ravens out of playoffs for sure. But either way, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Got another crazy-ass underdog. Uh, I don't even know if it's that big of an underdog, but I, I'm sure it is because the Cowboys just looked like ass this whole year. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with Cowboys. Leave it at that. We'll see how the predictions come out for next week. All right. Well, uh, let's let's uh, you know get on to our final content here. Uh, our favorite, least favorite, and underdog picks. Not presented by FanDuel, but based off of FanDuel. Get on that FanDuel. Throw us some money. Come yeah. on. Come I mean, on, man. you got you to we'll give them a shout out, though, because way. they did kind of, like, give you money for something you technically should have lost because it technically wasn't the lowest scoring Bro, game. Bro, it but was the lowest anyway. scoring game. It was just the co- It was tied. For the I bet on um, the Jets to have the lowest scoring game last week. But for, you they know. they tied with the Broncos for lowest scoring game, so I only got half the money. I'll take that all day. Let's move on, though. Yeah, what, what do you got I got, here? I got the Steelers versus For Washington as my favorite? favorite. Yeah. Okay. I said it was close. I don't really know what the over and under is because they don't have it up. But whatever it is, fucking hammer it. Um, they didn't do the cover. They didn't cover the spread this week with the Ravens, but they should have. Um, it was just a very sloppy game. So I think they're going to bounce back, fix their things. And I'm just saying it's going to be a close game because I honestly am scared that they're going to not go 16-0 and somehow just lose this game. So I'm trying to jinx myself and have it just be a blowout game. So either way, I think that's my pick of the week for sure. Uh, Steelers just been popping off week in and week out. Let's go motherfucking 12-0. and My uh, pick of the week, Raiders at negative 7.5 versus the Jets. The Jets stink. The Raiders want to redeem themselves after getting destroyed last week. And I don't think anyone on the Jets are really going to be able to stop Josh Jacobs. And I think Derek Hart is getting hot. Well, maybe cooled down a little bit last week, but I think he regained. Maybe, maybe they light him back on fire this week against the Jets. That'll always get you right. So I'm all over the Raiders, negative seven and a half at the Jets. Hit that button and bet on that. All right, let's move on to underdog picks. Who you got it for your underdog picks? Uh, Chargers plus one versus the Patriots. Not much of an underdog, but I just like the Chargers on this one. I had, I had them winning. Um, Chargers offense. Should be, like, almost elite at this point. I mean, uh, Justin Herbert's getting some experience. If he could lower the turnovers that he has uh, with Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, all the weapons he has, Hunter Henry, that offense should be able to thrive and just play really well, put up a whole bunch of points, even on a Patriots defense that is still pretty decent. And Cam Newton has been so flawed recently that I think it should be pretty easy for the Chargers to get a victory. All right, well, I got, I mean, I don't really know how that game's going, so I don't really want to bet on it, regardless if it's an underdog pick or not. Like you said, it's plus one, so you're not really getting much. But like I said, I think the Eagles are going to win. It's going to be an underdog pick. Um, big time slay, big play slay. He needs to do what he can do. And I know Rodgers does not throw many picks whatsoever, but get a damn pick off him, show up, stun out. And just be a star, man, just like you should be and like you are. Plus, Eagles are getting plus eight and a half. Come on, man. You can't really can't really go against that. You're an Eagles fan. You got to pick it, man. You got to root for them. Plus eight and a half. I'm taking it all day. I don't think they're going to get destroyed. They've been keeping some games, most games, close, to be honest. And especially the games they shouldn't be winning, they keep close for whatever reason. So I'm going to go with the Eagles, plus eight and a half. Let's root for them all week, baby. 
hope they make the playoffs just so people around me are more happy. And I hope they beat the Green Bay to be the upset of the week and the upset pick of the year by me. <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. All right, last but not least – doesn't really make sense because this is the least favorite pick. Right. Whatever. Um, Rams versus the Cardinals, my pick. Rams at negative three versus the Cardinals. I think this game can go either way. Um, I like both teams. I think both teams have a lot to play for um, playoff-wise because I think Seahawks are going to start running away with the division with all these easy opponents they have in the uh, next couple of weeks. So Rams and Cardinals have a lot to play for in this game. Jalen Ramsey has been a beast as of late. Cardinals' D isn't very good. Um, both offenses are good but can be streaky. I just don't like this. I don't know which team's going to show up. I don't know what offense is going to want to play this week. So I'm staying away from this. Uh, what do you got? I got KC versus Broncos. Um, obviously, Broncos, they're probably pissed off because none of the QBs got to play. They feel like they didn't have a fair chance, and they really didn't have a fair chance, to be honest. But when it's at plus 14, minus 14 and a half, not 14 and a half, minus 14, plus, minus, plus 14, um, I just I just don't know who to go with. The over and under is at 50. I don't know how that would happen either because for whatever reason, the Broncos could score like 20, and then KC could play like 40, fucking 30, something like that, and just easily go over. Um, so I don't really know what that would be. And obviously, if you want to bet the money line, sure, go with KC. Um, I made it pretty clear that Casey's going to win, but you're not really going to make money off that, and we're not here to do the obvious picks of minus 800 on it of the <laughs> money line. So I just think I don't I don't trust Casey covering by 14 because of the Broncos' defense, but I also don't trust Broncos um, covering the spread by plus 14 just because Casey's offense can pop off. So I, I'm going to easily pick that as my stay away pick of the week, least favorite for sure. I like that, and uh, with that being said, that's a wrap. Yeah, uh, man, bro, we got some good picks. We got gonna be good. Great underdog picks. Mine are all gonna hit. I'm gonna be fucking king this week. Probably won't, but whatever. It is. <laughs> Join what it the is. fandom and bet on these favorite picks. They're fire. They are fire. Um, I don't know about yours in the beginning of the year, but they have <laughs> been pretty good recently. Um, and I think most of mine were Steelers picks, and they all been hitting. Last week, we obviously didn't get to do it, so I couldn't really bet on them. I probably would have stayed away from it just because it's the Ravens again. But either way, the fire. Bet on us. Join us. Uh, Join the fandom. Right, for sure. Uh, communicate with us. Uh, visit right, our social like medias. Comments a little bit. Tell us what you think of our picks, our favorite bets. Hit Tell the little bell. Tell us what you disagree with. The bell. Ding, ding. So you can get all notifications. Subscribe. Most importantly, share. Tell a friend. That's the most important thing out of all of this. Just spread love um, week in and week out. We all just want to communicate and have conversations about the greatest sport in the world, for sure, football. And it's slowly coming to not an end, but an end of the regular season. So shit's just going to start getting more and more hot, fired up. And we love to just communicate and have conversations. So if you want to join us, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and some other fucking podcast, SoundCloud shit like shit, that. Man. Just um, listen and, you know, do whatever. Just share us, man. Go yeah. And hit the little share button. Just, just spread some love. Uh, but that's it for this week. And we hope you join us next week. We appreciate you joining this week, week in and week out. If you're one of our viewers, I mean, we can't appreciate you much more. Um, 
you're, you're the best and that's all i gotta say for this week so that's pretty much about it peace, peace.